I really have it in my heart to look to the Lord and to be one with him, to be a vessel through whom he can flow, to cause you to realize this word is for you. There, there are no heroes. There are no super spiritual persons. The overcomers are not some kind of spectacular breed of believers. And we know our history. We know to a certain extent our weaknesses. The enemy assaults us and gives us the thought, you might as well settle for outer darkness, okay? You're not gonna make it. You'll be in the New Jerusalem. Well, I'm not gonna concentrate on him, but from time to time, I'm gonna tell him to shut his lying mouth. The Lord came into the world to save sinners. That's all there is. There's no exception. That's all there is. And so by his mercy and grace, we, were, we heard the gospel in whatever context we were in. We believed, we received him, we called on him, we were born of him. A good number of us came under the influence and the supply of the ministry of the age. So we learned what consecration is and we willingly gave our lives to him, absolutely. Then we learned that there is the recovery of the church life. And these are not perfect churches because they're composed of people like us, but they're real and they're practical and they're here and they're enterable and we're in one of these. And here the Lord has on the earth the greatest amount of opening to what he wants to do. And I just spontaneously have this sense to point out based upon a message Brother Nee gave. The Lord in his earthly ministry responded to the requests of two ambitious apostles to be at his right hand and on the left. And then he went on to say, he who is great among you should be the least, he should serve. Then he said, the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. That was his serving in the past. Then he resurrected and ascended. And now in his heavenly ministry, right now, he's bearing all of us before the face of God. He's interceding for us. He's ministering himself into us. He is shepherding us. He is serving us. But then the next age will be the kingdom. And one aspect of the kingdom is it will be the wedding feast of the Lamb. When the Lord established the Lord's table and said, everyone partake of this bread, this is my body broken for you. Drink of this cup, this is the blood of the covenant shed for you. And he said, I will not drink 
of this cup, of the fruit of this vine, until I drink it anew with you in the Father's kingdom. So there will be a meeting, a marvelous corporate Lord's table meeting, a feast. And this is what he himself said in Luke chapter 12. He said, you will come and you recline at the table. And I will come and gird myself and serve you. Serve you. And Brother Nee shared something that is so precious based upon these three aspects of his serving. Then he said, let the Lord serve you. We cannot love until we realize God loves us. 1 John 4, 19. We love because he first loved us. And John, at his best in his 90s, I'm fine to say again, he said, we know and have believed the love that God has in us. And so we all need personally to have a fresh realization and experience. God loves us and we love because. The verse doesn't say we love God because he loves us. It says we love. So now he loves us and effortlessly we love him. We love one another. We love all the believers, no matter what their human background is. The love develops. We love all human beings the same, no matter what outwardly their situation is. Well, the principle is the same with serving. We really don't know what it is until we let the Lord serve us. My brothers and sisters, please remember what he did the night he was betrayed when they had the Passover meal and then he established the Lord's table. He laid aside his garments and girded himself and put water into a basin and washed the disciples' feet. This is our Lord. And we prayed for an aspect of this before the meeting. For many of us, it's been another long, hard week. All kinds of human things pressing on us. If you're students, you're heading toward finals, whatever it is. And we join the Lord to pray, Lord, wash all the saints' feet. Refresh us. And so the way there's only one overcomer we will see in the whole universe, that is the God-man Jesus himself. He defeated Satan at every encounter. In, in the desert, after 40 days, he defeated him. On the cross, he defeated him. 
in resurrection and ascension, he defeated him. <coughs> so now he wants to reproduce himself. And anyone who's open and willing to let him work. And I want to just read one verse that I believe will be refreshing and encouraging to you. And then we'll go through the outline. Oh, in about 50 or 55 minutes. Just giving you an idea of the length of the message. In case you're expecting sermons usually are over in 20 minutes, but... We're just getting going after 20 minutes. Just listen to this. I'll read it, then I'll give you the reference. But in all these things, we more than conquer through him who loved us. Romans 8, 37. In all these things. And in human life, we're in one thing. Thing after another. Some are rather simple, some are ordinary, some are boring, some are exhausting, some are perplexing, some are heartbreaking. But, but he says, in all these things, we more than conquer. Now, my knowledge of Greek is limited. I began studying it in 1958. So, yeah, you can understand why I don't remember that much. But I checked into this more than conqueror. It seems Paul invented a word that literally means super overcome. First, he took the verb for conquer. That's nikao. The noun in Greek is nike. In English, and you may have this on your feet, it's Nike. <laughs> right? Nike means conqueror. So if you have Nike shoes on, you're already clad a little bit. <laughs> but Paul didn't say we conquer. He added a little prefix, uper, which means super. Well, we want to make sense in English, so we say more than overcome. So Paul is not saying, hold on, hang in there, you'll barely make it. You'll, 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 you'll barely make it in the end. Just hold on. No. He's not saying... Uh, be encouraged, you will conquer. He says, you will more than conquer. Amen. Then he says, through him. Through him. Through a person. The person is the means. Because he is the overcomer. He's the means. You're not trying yourself to conquer this. 